Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, my sexy, sexy audience. Okay, so today we're going to talk about masochism. <laughs> and so make sure you listen to your content warning because, uh, you know, I got a leather outfit on and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not in the dungeon at the moment. Um, I'm in my office, but... I got some riding crops available and some spoons close to hand. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk. So I, I did an episode uh, a while ago called, If You Laugh at Boopers, You May Be a Sadist. So today's topic is, if you're into extreme sports, you might be a masochist. Um, before I dive into how masochism from a BDSM perspective, you know, one of one of the things um, that often non-kinksters, non-kinky people um, ask me is like, why would somebody want to be hit? Like, why would, why is somebody a masochist? Like, why? And the thing is, is that actually human beings, we kind of are masochistic in many ways. There's different forms of masochism. There's sexual masochism, which is, you know, my favorite. <laughs> As it matches well with my, you know, sexual sadist. Sadist and masochist, dream team. <laughs> All right. So if you look at what is masochism, masochism is gaining gratification, satisfaction from Distress, discomfort um, is the definition of a masochism. So let's look at your everyday life. Okay, so let's talk about extreme sport people. An extreme sport person craves the intensity and the endorphins and all the things that are biochemically run through body when you push your body to the max and it hurts there's pain involved there's tightness there's you know you you hear those you know you know people who like really crave either extreme sports or extreme training or extreme work you know workouts it's like they crave the pain the pain is good oh you know that good pain like 
over the holidays, I was spending some time with, uh, you know, two of my siblings. Um, the two, these two siblings in particular are like big workout buffs. Like they need to work out. It's an important part of their like well-being. And the truth is, is that what they're craving is that surrender to the body, taking, pushing the body to the max, which is discomfort, you know? So, um, and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to them talk about, oh yeah, it was like, it hurts so good. And I'm like giggling because that's what my clients say. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I also think you're very different other than, you know, when you're self-inflicting uh, the, you know, the intensity of the extreme pain in your body um, versus, you know, you know, somebody else inflicting it on you um, consensually. So I'm like, huh, this is very fascinating. So again, if you're into extreme, you may be a masochist. <laughs> so let's talk about all the other masochism uh, ways in which we move, even in a society. So suffering. Suffering is like at the root of our society, North American society. It's like things suck, things aren't good enough. You know, we 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 create we create you know we make decisions in our lives that make us suffer. Uh, we are we stay in unhealthy relationships. We um, you know uh, unsatisfying jobs, like that deep deep rooted suffering. Now you're like, yeah, but no one wants to do that. But really, we all make choices. You know, for the most part, majority of us, not all of us, there are circumstances in which things are ha that happen to you out of your control. Um, but a lot of the life choices that we make either support mm, suffering and misery or support joy, ease and happiness. And everything from how what we wear. So let's talk about even our clothing, right? We we're masochists, you know. It's like the clothing that we say is what bring makes us look sexy and appealing. It's also very uncomfortable, right? Heels, stockings, thongs, bras, ties, suits. All these things are physically uncomfortable. And yet that is what we have to do in order to, to look good, to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, seen as attractive um, in society. And yet there's all sorts of pain involved. So underneath, and again, then we look good. So like, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, I got an outfit on, I'm going to put some heels on. I'm going to, I'm looking to look hot. It's going to pop my boobs out. It's going to pop my ass out. It's going to make my legs look long and it's going to pinch my feet and possibly cause vertical veins and uh, throbbing legs and all sorts of other things. But damn, I look good. So in that moment of that choice, that's a masochistic choice. There's satisfaction in doing something that causes discomfort. So there's many ways, what we eat, what we wear, how we have exercise to, again, relationships that we have, 
friendships that we have. We put ourselves in situations. Like there's so much that there's satisfaction. Now that satisfaction may be positive satisfaction, or there may be a payoff in, you know, the hurt, <laughs> the suffering. So as a society, we kind of are all wired to be masochists. Now, now let's talk about the sexual masochist. They've just embraced it and managed to say, well, if I'm going to suffer, I might as well have sexual gratification with it. <laughs> Which isn't that. Not at all. And it's very, it's very easy to release there's endorphins and biochemicals that are released and there's a whole bunch of studies that they've done that you know the body releases all these you know wonderful chemicals into our bodies with the right right level of pain pleasure pain becomes the pleasure um you know you that dance plus there's also the deep gratification of dropping into subspace because you have to turn off your brain to endure the physical it's that zen space the zone for those extreme workouters the zone you get into the zone you're a marathon runner you're in the zone you're a rock climber you're in the zone those zones are the same zones in essence that happen when somebody is getting flogged or hit or spanked or beaten or tied up from the ceiling or whatever other masochistic behaviors that are going on um, is to for them to get to the zone, which is the, their subspace. So it's not that far off, you know? So the next time you may come across somebody who's into kink and you may even be into kink, all right? Okay, so I got a client. Let's talk about one of my clients. <laughs> who actually is one of the few masochists that don't gain sexual gratification from time in the dungeon, okay? So so this is, you know, I'll, you know, I have plenty of clients who are pain sluts and masochists and gain great amounts of, you know, sexual satisfaction and gratification from, from dropping in, from being hurt, from craving more. And, you know, I talk, I just did a whole... Uh, uh, for my BDSM membership um, program, I just uploaded Pain Sluts 101 and where you can see, and I talk about the dangers of pain slut and masochism and we go into it on a sexual level and we go into it from a kink level. And, and then I show you, we actually have a scene with a, you know, with him and you can see how much sexual gratification he gets from me hurting him. And your brain's like, what? The more you hurt him, the more pleasure he experienced. Yes, the more pleasure he experienced because he is a mas he is a sexual masochist. I like to call them pain sluts. <laughs> now, I also understand because uh, as much as I am a sexual sadist, I also am a pain slut in certain parts of my body. And... Um, my nipples happen to be one of the places. And then if you want to know more about that, go listen to the episode where I talk about nipple torture. So again, there's this, there's an insane amount of like endorphins and things just flood through your bodies. And you're just like, oh my God. And you drop into subspace and, and the pain hurts, but then it becomes delicious. 
it goes from that first sort of like, ow, and you know, our pain, our brain's like pain, send message, bad, stop doing. Okay. So that's that first level. But if you can drop in and there's different techniques and different ways to do this, sorry, my nose is really itchy. Um, it goes from ow to, oh, like that. And, and if you can get your brain to wrap around why, like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be aroused. That hurts. There shouldn't be, there's something wrong with me. Like there's a whole bunch of series of stuff that, you know, sexual masochists have to come to and, and awareness and lots of stuff to move through. <laughs> Plus masochists have to be careful with who they play with because they don't have an off switch and they don't have self-preservation that, that kind of gets turned off. So it's very, very important that whatever sexual sadist you end up playing with or spending time with, um, that you know that you can trust them, that they they have a turn off and turn off valve and won't take it too far. So if you happen to be, if you're like, well, maybe I am a mascus, make sure you know, learn what your limits are, what your limits should be, not what you want them to be, but what they should be. So you don't die or get injured in a permanent way and make sure that you're playing with somebody who's aware of that and will, uh, respect your well-being above their own gratification and beyond your own gratification as well okay all right so let's come back to let's come back to one of my clients who is a masochist but not in the sexual component not in a sexual way not in a sexual gratification way so he's a he's an interesting interesting cat I've been seeing him on and off for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years now. And, you know, there's only a few times where, you know, like even his penis is like, ooh, I'm excited. Um, the Most of the time, it's just the extreme. And so, you know, uh, one of our sessions over the last, you know, you know, over the last couple of months, I, you know, we're. I'm, you know, I got him tied him up and I'm torturing him and doing all the things. And he really likes the physical extreme of things. And he likes to have new extreme experiences. So, you know, I'm always up in my game. So I'm like up in my game. And I realized I'm like, he's just like, he's, he's, he could take up mountain climbing and get just as much gratification. You know, he could, he could drop into like extreme sports, mountain climbing, whatever. And he would, you know, hang gliding, you know, jumping out of a plane for the extreme, for the adrenaline, for the, 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 what he's doing is he's craving the adrenaline and the endorphins that are racing through his body when he has extreme physical experiences. As I've gotten to know him really well over the years, you know, he, when he goes hiking, goes extreme, everything's extreme, right? So I'm torturing him away and I'm like, you know, you could just like go mountain climbing instead of coming into the dungeon. And so he laughs and he says to me, yeah, but there's safe words in the dungeon. <laughs> He's like, when you're mountain climbing, there's no safe words. It's either green or it's dead. <laughs> He's like, at least there's like yellow and red options here. 
And that really got me thinking about, yes, that's for him. It is about the extreme. And of course, basically those safety words are like the harness, the safety harness that, you know, is, is hooked in, you know, it, it allows him to experience these extreme physical, his, his body craves, his mind craves, his being craves this extreme so that he physically extreme so he can turn off his brain so that he can quiet his brain so they can still his brain and his body desires all of the, the biochemicals that are being released from those extreme experiences those physical extreme experiences and so he's he's very fascinating he's a fascinating cat which is just fun for me because i'm like oh what extreme thing can i do now <laughs> let's see if we can make me use safe words <laughs> And I have to watch it because he's not aware of it quite as much as I am, but he is a masochist. And so he will take things a little bit further than he should have taken. He should have said his way forward. And so I have to make sure that I'm aware of that so that I cut it off, you know, before <laughs> we go too far. So that's, if you look at it, we're kind of wired to be a masochist. Society wires us to be a masochist and there's plenty of pleasure in suffering and in pain and there's lots of gratification and satisfaction. And when we talk about on an emotional level, not just, um, you, know, you know, move away for a second from the physical masochist to the emotional masochism, um, you know, we get all sorts of not only satisfaction, but we get secondary gains like bonding, connecting, being able to communicate and bond over our suffering with each other. Um, you know, how often do you, you know, you hang out with you know somebody and they talk about, oh my God, this was, you know, my day was shit and blah, 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 and all the things. And, and the other person's like, oh yeah, me too. My day was shit. And in that moment where we're in that place of suffering, that's masochism. That's masochism because we're, we're bonding, we're connecting, we're getting, we're getting this like need filled to be connected and bonded to somebody through suffering. And masochism is the craving of satisfaction from suffering, from pain, physical, emotional, psychologically, which is just suffering. And so in a lot of ways, we're probably all a little bit of a masochist. Just like a lot of us, we grow up in a society that supports sadism, where we find satisfaction from others' discomfort. All right, somebody, somebody, you know, how often do you watch, a, you know, some blooper or somebody, you know, injuring themselves and you laugh hysterically you're gaining gratification you're gaining which makes you the sadist so you know go listen to that episode so it's okay our society supports sadism and masochism all over the place now i lovingly invite you to maybe want to come explore at least if you're going to suffer you might as well have some sexual gratification out of it You're going to be uncomfortable. Shouldn't you be enjoying it? You might as well enjoy it. We're kind of wired to do it. So you might as well have some enjoyment out of it. 
So I just wanted to give you that opportunity to think about it and look at it from a new perspective in a new way. And if you're like, huh, maybe, hmm, possibly, and you want to explore further and deeper, and you want to see what it looks like to be a masochist in this, you know, pain slide from a physical masochism and, 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 and see the joy and the pleasure in it, then really come join my BDSM membership and go check out the, you know, the, the fetish, the class, the course, the, I don't know what to call it, episode, <laughs> session, I'll call it session on pain sluts. And you can see, you can see how much delight and pleasure he has from the more I hurt him, the more pleasure he experiences. So you can see what that looks like. Because I wouldn't have, you know, if you, so let's take, mm, let's take 15 years ago. Ah, a little bit. Let's go back a little bit further. Let's take 20 years ago. All right. So 20 years ago, I would have said, no way. There's no way I'm a masochist. No way. I'm not a pain slut. I, I, I'm a pleasure seeker. Like I'm all about pleasure. I'm, I'm a he, I'm hedonistic. I'm all about the pleasure, the pleasure, the pleasure, the pleasure. I'm not about pain. I'm not about the suffering. I'm not about any of those things. And yet I really liked intense rough sex, both being on the receiving end and giving it to I'm like, ah. And then as I like surrendered more into understanding and exploring kink and BDSM and and, you know, surrendering to my body's desire and not what my brain's desires and, you know, finding that my body craves, like there's times where, you know, my master is pinching my nipples and I'm like, at first it's like, ow, and then it goes, ah, and then there's like, my body just takes over and it, it the pain itself is exquisite as the, the pleasure of him flicking with his tongue because I've allowed it to, my body respond that way. That's just what it's doing, and it's okay. And there's not, it's not right, and it's not wrong. You know, there's been times where, you know, I've been being fucked, and and you know, I get a little spanking, and my body's like, ah, yeah, harder. It's this craving. I want it harder. I want it more. I need it. There's like feeling of this. I need it harder. I need it more you know, I desire to have it more. And then that, that the pain that's delicious. And then the pleasure after the pain is extra delicious, which makes you crave the pain even more because the pleasure of the sensations of nice touch after rough touch is incredible. So all of these things are possible. And um, the only reason they're possible, though, is because I let go of the judgment about what any of it meant. That's what I want you to take away with from this episode is let go of the judgment of what you think any of that means. What if you just surrendered and allowed your body to receive different sensations and different stimulations and didn't make them right or wrong, good or bad? What would happen? Well, I can tell you what happens. <laughs> your, your body has this capacity for to finding delightful, delicious pleasure in everything and all sensations when it's given permission to do so. 
it'll correct itself it'll create the sense like process all the things so now if you're thinking hmm maybe i'm kind of excited about listening to her talk <laughs> come spend some time with me and we can activate your masochism or we can activate your sadist or we can activate your masochist and sadist within yourself and do it in a way that is safe right don't go after you've listened to this episode and you got excited do not go to your partner and say hey i want you to pinch my nipples really hard or you know slap me you know slap my ass hard or whatever you know kick me in the balls whatever don't don't just go right to it you there needs to be a warm-up there needs to be somebody that knows how to do it um you might want to go to a class with your partner or partners seek out a professional that can help you learn how to do it so because for example i have really sensitive nipples that are major uh, a major pain slot in the nimble department but even me somebody just grabbing my nipples out of cold will have my immediate reaction to shut down because that's what my body is protect just like when you stub your toe it hurts really hard and you don't there's no pleasure in it it's the same thing so you have to learn how to warm up the body get the body prepared the body the mind to prepare there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens so that you can drop into this beautiful masochistic place and enjoy it <laughs> right otherwise you're gonna end up not liking me at all and thinking what the fuck was guy talking about Okay, so you do need to have somebody train you guys, help you out, teach you, show you, reach out to an expert, whatever. Okay. All right. Until next time, stay horny, stay kinky, and stay curious. Bye-bye. Oh, sorry. I lied. If you are missing my videos... Um, and you're like, why aren't you back on YouTube? It's because YouTube has like done some major censorship of me. So I've moved over to FetLife. And so all the videos for the podcast and more, there's a lot of teaser videos, all sorts of, all sorts of fun things on my profile, <laughs> my FetLife profile, which is Empress-Gaia. Um, go, you can watch the videos over there. Okay. Now it's bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So, Quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. 
And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.